Lance Stroll was like, yeah, guys, who who hit him? We got to get to the bottom of this, guys. Got, that was messed up, man. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Revved Up Podcast. Thank hello, you hello. For, thank you for joining us. That was Edgar. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, Edgar, what's going on, man? Dude, not much. Honestly, just I had fun watching yesterday's race. I really did. Okay, well, that is actually the first question I was going to ask you. Do you think we got ourselves an entertaining race yesterday? I, you know, I was going through it because, you know, I was taking notes while I was watching the race. And I don't know if that, like, added excitement for me. But then I was like, no, we got battles. I mean, we got the Mercedes-Aston Martin battles. So that was entertaining. Yeah, I was very entertained by the race yesterday. So I... I would say we've had far less entertaining races in the past, yeah. so I'll give it that. But overall, no, I don't think it was it was the most entertaining race. But what it was was an interesting race. Um, yeah. It gave us it, it's given us a lot to talk about. It was also a really funny race. It, it yeah. produced some some pretty comical moments, like Esteban Ocon having to hit or serve a thousand penalties. Yeah. So did he do you did he just stop? I I actually didn't even see what happened to him at the beginning. Um, yeah. but apparently he served some sort of infraction, but then when he actually served his penalty, he did he, it wrong. He, he did that wrong and and then I I feel like there was something else after that of infringing track limits or something. I don't he was even know. Speeding in the pit lane. Speeding in the pit that. lane. Yeah. yeah. So it was just penalties after penalties and of course at the end he had, had to retire. Um, Wait, was but, that because of car or because of the penalties? Because I actually didn't catch that. I, I'm not sure, actually. I think it was because of the car. Okay. But, um, so how about this Red Bull team, though? Yeah, I mean, it is uh, it is what we thought was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, oh, they're pulling away on the softs. And then I was like, oh, only Magnuson's on hards. Everyone else is on softs. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I actually, the team that we've talked about the least on this podcast has been Red Bull and that's they haven't given us much to talk about because what are, what are we going to say about Red Bull that so, no, they're so good <laughs> yeah I mean and actually Ferrari is a second is second on that list but we just talk about Ferrari when we need someone to laugh at yeah uh, so there's that but no we, we can change that right now what what is there to say about Red Bull well, I, there was – so I kind of – this is going to go through all the cars because watching the race, I don't know if you got this feeling, but it did kind of feel like to me at least that the cars weren't ready yet. And that was also like from the feedback from the drivers. And even Max was like complaining at one point. But, I mean, he's still how, – how how fast – how much faster was he going? What? 11 seconds on uh, Sergio. So that's still – he's at 11 seconds on his teammate. What's what's the reaction, do you think, in the Red Bull garage when they hear Max complain about the car while he's up 20 seconds in front of everyone? It's, it's ridiculous what, what they're doing in Red Bull. Um, I think it was after 10 laps, this man was six seconds yeah. ahead of second place, ahead of Charles Leclerc. So arguably the most dominant stretch we've ever seen from a driver. I think yeah. I saw a stat. He's the last 20 race, 15 wins for Max Verstappen. Wow. And is, well, this was his first Bahrain win. So, that, well, I mean, that's 
it's something we haven't seen from Lewis Hamilton or Michael yeah. Schumacher, Sebastian Vettel. We haven't seen them put a stretch like this together. So uh, oh. he's, um, he's. Are you in- trying to make a case for goat status? I'm saying he's he's entering the conversation. Uh, That's a political way to put it. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to give him that just yet. He's got to he's got to accomplish a little more. Um, but what do you think? Do you think he's uh, he's kind of just locked this thing up, huh? Yeah. No. That I mean, this was. I mean, we'll see what happens. I think because Mercedes can still develop. As I wince, as I wince while I say that. Uh, and then Aston Martin. Oh, yeah. You know, he's going to fight Mercedes. Yeah, dude, nothing's going to happen with Red Bull. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope I, I hope I get to eat those words. The Aston Martin thing is interesting. We'll, we'll talk about them a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I said, this race was more interesting than it was entertaining. Uh, yeah. The other, other storyline that we got out of this was the midfield itself seems to be expanding um i think we have williams they yeah they may i actually wrote like at the beginning of the race i was like it's nice to see a williams at uh 12 and 13 you know mm-hmm. not latifi just bringing up the rear but man they did 12 and 10 so they got points yeah yeah alex albon finished in the points how much of that was the nicholas latifi effect I don't know, man. For some reason, Nicholas Latifi bothered me seeing his name on the grid, just always in the back. Well, I mean, since we're talking about Williams, we have to t- we have to do our obligatory Florida man uh, mention really quick. Best, Highest position, new rookie. Best rookie out there on the grid. So good for him on that and good for Williams in general. They look like they may have stepped things up. Yeah. Uh, James Vowles, who I think Mercedes might want him back. Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, I don't know. Are we ready to have the conversation about Toto? No, we're not. We're not ready to have that conversation. What's the conversation about Toto. Look, man, we've seen the team slip from this dominant force in the sport to what is now a middle of the road team. I... Ooh, and you're putting that on Toto. Um, look, someone's got to get the. Hey man, uh, <laughs> we'll pack all the way. <laughs> wow. Okay. So I'm, uh, you're just gonna leave me alone here on this island. Okay. Oh. That's fair. I'll, I'll, I'll take, I'll take the heat of this. But um, no, it's Mercedes definitely have some things to figure out. Um, yeah. uh, the the battle between them and Ashton Martin is gonna be really interesting to watch throughout the season. But what do you think? Do you think um? think Mercedes is, is in trouble? I I think so. It actually, because watching the battle it reminded me, it wasn't last year, maybe it was the year before, when it was, uh, was it still Force India? Either way, it was uh, the pink Mercedes, and people were calling it the pink Mercedes because they, and I'm like, oh, well, now they're passing them. That's yeah. nice. That is nice. Man, I there was also what, what George Russell had to say after this race. Um, he said that Red Bull has this thing sewn up that they're, they're going to win every oh. single race. And to that, I got to say, really, man, really? Yeah. yeah, come on, man. You look, that's um, we can say that. Yeah, yeah. But you're on the team, man. <laughs> you, you have teammates you listening that. to you. <laughs> you sound it's it's a very defeatist attitude to have. 
Yeah, you still have to see that. Yeah, I'm being I'm being nice when I say defeatist. He honestly just sounds like a loser when he says that. Um, but no, it's it's the truth. I, I, I'll tell him that. It's, both of these things are not. Please, these are not. Please mutually, audio clip this this section right here. <laughs> these are not mutually exclusive things here. I mean, the man is telling the truth. He is seeing what all of us are seeing, which is that nobody is catching this Red Bull and nobody's beating this Red Bull. Also, okay, so I guess question there is the as a driver, do you do the right thing and keep your mouth shut? Or are you allowed to speak the truth? No, you're, you're allowed, allowed to speak you're allowed to speak the truth. But nope, you're not according sound- to Christian Warner. Wait, what? Sorry, that that you know what? That was we don't need to talk about that. That was just me going off of uh the free speech ban and how Christian Warner's kind oh, of for it. Right. Yeah, we we'll talk about it's funny, we, I started this by saying, let's talk about Red Bull, and now here we are talking about Mercedes. <laughs> hey, I brought up Christian Horner. It was full circle. All right, you brought us back full circle. But let's pull right up now? The, let's, let's pull up these standings really quick here. So George Russell actually finished in seventh, and yeah. Lewis Hamilton in fifth. Honestly, at the end of the day, that's, that's an okay result for Mercedes. Um, but it was the worst as, day of racing ever. Apparently, apparently. And whose fault is that? But... um. No, it's hey look, the he's on top. He's 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 captain of the ship, right? Um the, Buck stops with him. That's all I'm saying. Is is him and George Russell uh sounding like he's given up already. Um now on the flip side of that is Lewis Hamilton. What do you think about his performance? I mean he did the best he could. I mean that's what we kind of expect from him. Uh because, yeah, he was fighting with Alonzo. That was a good fight. Mm-hmm. I do feel like Alonzo kind of, like, just took apart George Russell. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was it's pretty clear that Lewis kind of saw that he had no chance in yeah. terms of keeping up with the, the top three. Once uh, Charles Leclerc dropped out of that, uh, we'll, which we'll talk about Charles's – I, we need like a, a segment every podcast where we just take a break and laugh at Ferrari, right? Yeah. I feel like it's it's good for the soul. It heals you. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Can there be alliteration? <laughs> Ferrari's Funhouse. Okay, I like that one. In go. fact, I'll what I'll going. do it, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to clip it straight to that and, and make it seem like that was the first one you came up with. Good, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I won't edit out this last part where I was talking about doing that. No, um, but no, Ferrari themselves uh, are, it's looking like New Year's same Ferrari, honestly, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, hold up. Let's, because again, what's it? Fred, Val, the new principal. It's only Vassour. been. Vassour. Vassour. Um He's only been on the job, and they said it before the race for like, because uh, they, I remember they asked Leclerc about it, and he was like, I mean, you know, he's only been here for like two, three weeks, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, and honestly, I was, I really didn't know what to expect with bringing in a new team principal that that could always go one of two ways, uh, yeah. but so far it's looking like more of the same. Um, the team definitely has to figure out some things as far as uh, getting the car reliable and competitive. It, but again, how much of this though is just Red Bull just absolutely smoking everybody and making everybody kind of look pedestrian? I, I don't think that's the case with Ferrari just because 
like it was the power you but by the way that was heartbreaking like because it was just it just went out right when they did the replay mm -hmm. like there was nothing there's nothing you can do about that yeah like, i mean he it, it really does suck for charles leclerc because i think what we have there is a case of a great driver with a not so great team yeah. uh it's 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 unfortunate but i mean he's like he had every chance at the beginning of the race. He put himself in a in a great position uh, to finish in that podium, and unfortunately, the car just didn't work out for him. But going forward, do you think this is something they can bounce back from? I think yes, it's possible. Anything's possible. <laughs> uh, no, nah, because what this what Red Bull is forcing us to do here is look beyond first place. We have to look for the competitive battles. Who is we're they're basically saying, all right, we got first place locked up. You guys argue about who's gonna finish in second. And so we have no choice but to have that discussion now is who do you think is gonna get second in that constructors cup? Uh it's I mean you I'll go ahead and just say Aston Martin. Just because the fact that one, Alonso got on podium his first time in well. His first time racing the car. Stroll had broken wrists, and he still was the top five, top six. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, they what Ash Martin did was honestly something really surprising, which was actually live up to the expectations that they set. Because I was honestly expecting them to come in and just fall flat on their faces. But yeah, they, no, that was they, McLaren. They and oh, thank you for bringing up McLaren so that I didn't have to. <laughs> I, I feel almost bad when I do it because, yeah. again, I actually really enjoy talking about McLaren, but uh, you do not. Uh, just just let it out, man. What, ha yeah. what happened with McLaren? Dude, that uh, one. So even before Piastri went out, they were having problems with Lando's car where they they were pumping something in the pit stop. Either way. It mm -hmm. wasn't, it wasn't, he had to do pit stops, not for tires or body works. They had to like supplement something in the car. Mm -hmm. um, it's good that he stayed out, I guess. And then I think I wrote down, they were saying that, yeah, yeah, Zach Brown, he got on there. Oscar Piastri was out at lap 15 and they said it was electrical gearbox failure. So, yeah, it is. I guess it's good that he stayed out, but I mean, is that really anything worth celebrating? It's, um, <laughs> It's it's worth celebrating for mental fortitude. I I guess I mean yeah. that's if you're if you're the back marker teams uh, Williams Haas uh, AlphaTauri finishing a race is something worth celebrating. Um, yeah. But if you're McLaren who is uh, once great and should actually be competitive, uh, no, I don't think that's something to celebrate. He was just he was just out there for a casual drive in the back. I guess just getting past. He was. Um, I hate to say this, but he was getting the Mick Schumacher treatment from last year. Yeah, yeah. But oh, I mean, it's, it's unfortunate what, what's happening with Lando because it's similar to Charles Leclerc, a lot of wasted potential, I think. And just like I've said, the, I said with Toto, the conversation needs to be started. Uh, with, with old Zach Brown, the, the, we we should be a rap. It should be a rap on the conversation. I mean, what is there to say? Obviously, this man is not cut out for this job. I, well, I don't. I don't know, because he was. He wasn't CEO when Alonzo left. I don't think, and then he became CEO 
when the driver lineup, I think the first year the driver lineup was Lando and Carlos Sainz. So, I mean, so we got, what, two two good years? Because the Lando and Carlos years were good. Danny came in. That was not good. It sounds like you're scared to fire him. I am. I am. Because it was he it was so promising. He started off he started off high, you know, and then you know. Liberate yourself from this man. You don't need this in your life. God, I'm too loyal. You're right. <laughs> I'm loyal to Toto, Zach. Look. Oh, okay. It's, it's a bad fault to have is loyalty. McLaren is just turning into a bit of a punchline at this point. Honestly. Yeah. I, I hate to say it, but it's well, no, I don't hate. I don't really hate to say it. It's actually, it's actually kind of funny to to watch. Um, you know, any look be it, once when we have a team like Red Bull just dominating everyone, <laughs> you're making a, a very unamused face. Yeah, um, this is going to be good for the uh, the viewers, not the yeah, listeners. Yeah, I guess the, I had to I had to narrate for anyone who was listening. Um, but no, I think. Uh, McLaren, I'll just I'll just end this on a cordial note and say that okay. they have, they have some things to figure out. Okay, <laughs> is that is that fair? That is, dude. You're being I don't know. This podcast you're getting very political, and I love it. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of playing both sides here, you know. Yeah. So you but, always come out on top. Exactly. Yep. Always. You're always gonna win no matter what. But no, let's let's dive back into into these standings here. And that is because uh, there is someone who deserves his flowers. It's Pierre Gasly. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, he started, I think, 19th, oh, actually, yeah. 19th, I believe, and ended up in P9. So great try for him uh, when he made the switch to Alpine. Uh, my first thought was, really? This, this, is, this is the guy you guys want? But uh, no, great. Great start for Pierre Gasly, um, and honestly, he's he's at least. I mean, he beat his teammate, so that that's always a win. That's what I love about the sport. Honestly, is the teammates are racing each other, and yeah. it's it's like, all right. I mean, I didn't lose to my, I didn't get first, but at least I beat my teammate. Yeah, you're, yeah, that's got to be a good, nice feeling. Oh yeah, wow, I didn't mm-hmm. think about that. Yeah, it's it's honestly just a great thing about the sport. Also, big big shout out to the man from Finland, Valtteri. Yeah, yeah, eighth. Also yeah. taking taking that Alfa Romeo um, up into into the points. So yeah, but it was a uh, Joe. Where did he finish off? Oh, okay. Not so great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think um, yeah, two two great performances right there that deserve to be highlighted. Um, yeah. Right in front of Valtteri was George Russell, the man who has given up on this season, which yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to let that go. Just yeah, no, that's pretty, yeah. that's pretty rough. Ah, uh, but okay, so George Russell in seventh and mm-hmm. Lance Stroll in sixth, which I mean, also, how is he driving right now? I don't know. I mean, maybe <laughs> like. How, what happens when you break your wrists? Can you? I I've never been in that situation, so I can't answer that question. Yeah, I don't. But 
I just I don't know I don't know how it would work. I don't know, but I mean he he made it work. He he got the Aston Martin up there into into sixth, mm-hmm. and right in front of him was Lewis Hamilton, who by the way we're on we're at fifth right now, and we are fifty seconds away from first place. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just I I think all of this is just really to highlight how dominant Red Bull was. Uh, yeah. That that can just be the overall theme of this episode. Was um, man, none of this matters. Red Bull just absolutely dominated all of these guys. God damn, yeah. And of course, right in front of Lewis, we had Carlos Sainz. What do you think of Carlos's drive yesterday? I felt bad as soon as Charles Leclerc got out. I felt so bad for Carlos because I was like, oh, buddy, I'm, you're not going to be able to defend mm-hmm. the Ferrari. And, like, I'm so sorry that the Ferrari's placement is just left on you. Oh, buddy, I wanted to hug him. <laughs> Especially, like, with Alonzo creeping up, I was like, oh, you can't. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but you can't. Yeah, watching that, it was, it was honestly hard to watch. Yeah. Uh, it felt like the man was alone on an island uh, once Charles Leclerc went out there. Yeah. Um but no, I think he's, I mean, at least he finished the race. That's yeah, he, that. he did the best he could do in his situation, which mm-hmm. I, in this sport is admirable. That's true. Yeah, too. Honestly, he's, he's doing the best he can with what he's got. And what he's got now is not the best team um, out there to support him. So I think he's, he's honestly got to be happy with P4. Uh, well, yeah. P3 would have been nice, but I mean, yeah. that. And now this takes us to, uh, I guess, the man of the hour, uh, Fernando Alonso. God, oh. I, ah, I love him. Um, I was watching uh, Drive to Survive still, Drive to Survive, and he was talking about how he was like the anti-hero. And uh, I don't know if I've conveyed this to you, but I've been entering my villain era uh, this year, and so it's just yeah. me and Fern- we're kindred spirits, you know, mm-hmm. basically the same person. Um, <laughs> the him just laughing at Carlos Sainz as he passed him, yeah, and haha, bye bye. That so I, I, I honestly, up until now, was uh, I guess fairly neutral on Fernando Alonso, but mm-hmm. uh, he's uh, if he continues down this path, he may make a fan out of me, okay? Uh, that's okay, yeah. Um, I'm not all negative, by the way. <laughs> that's hey, you know, I'm fine with being negative, man. You can be all negative, yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, but no, great, great performance from him. Uh, driver of the day. Do you think he deserved that? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Because obviously yeah. you can't just you got like it. 50% of the vote. <laughs> I mean, well, you, the argument here being Max put one of the most dominant performances ever we've seen. Uh, but I, I think, are we, are we starting to get a little bored with first stopping? <laughs> Well, I want to. I kind of want to get into this point on driver of the day, then, okay. because yeah, yes, he was dominant, but he didn't have to do much. Like he had open track in front of him, versus Fernando Alonso actually like had battles. So, so that's mm-hmm. my my reasoning why he would get driver of the day instead of Max. Yeah, I mean it's it's a debate that is had across many sports. Nope, um, nope, you heard it. Oh, okay. You heard no, you heard it here first on the Revved Up podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We are the first ones to debate drive to or driver of the day. 
Yeah. Um, and what, what merits driver of the day? Exactly. No, we see it in, in basketball with the discussion about MVP. Is it, do we just give it to the best player every single year or is it the most valuable player on the best team? Uh, because those two things are not always the same thing. Um, so I think we have a, a, a similar discussion here, but no, I think Fernando Alonso definitely deserved that driver of the day recognition. Um, but man, there's definitely interesting things to that came out of this race. The Ashton Martin Mercedes battle is definitely going to be something to watch going forward. Uh, how do you see that playing out? Um, right now, I think at least until summer, I think Aston Martin's going to take it. After summer, um, we might see a turnaround, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's got to be hard, though, for Mercedes to even be in this position. But, I mean, it's it's looking like they they may not come out on top on this one. I think Asha Martin has is, is somehow, they like, similar to Haas, have just hit the copy and paste on the Red Bull. And mm-hmm. uh, they I think it was Christian Horner, uh, Mr. Ginger Spice. He, he said that something about that regarding the Asha Martin. And... Um, but hey, if it works, it works. It, you, they did copy them, but I mean, it's it's obviously shown to have have worked. How does yeah. uh, how does old Sebastian Vettel feel watching this? Yeah. Ah <laughs> oh, man, poor guy. I'm still interested to see how all of these rookies played out. Um, a lonely. I, I may be jumping ship on this Nick DeVries boat that I was oh, yeah. I was on. I was yeah. waving the flag for him, but he did not do very much at all here. Um, but we be part of Sergeant's army, the, which I don't know if that's a thing yet for his fandom, but you heard it here first on I the like that. podcast. That is actually the best idea that you have come up with so far. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're, we're going to copy, copyright that and put it out for the, the whole world. Sergeant's army. Yeah. Sergeant's okay. army. Yep. Mm-hmm. Merch coming soon. <laughs> I mean, we, I feel like we have the best claim to that being that we are all Florida man. Like he is. Yeah. He's he's from our home state. You know, he's repping repping the Sunshine State. What are we? I don't even know. Yep, yep that is yeah, correct. That, that, that is, correct. is us. Yeah, but no, I think um, the rookies are all. I, I think they're gonna be interesting to watch, but I, yeah. I don't expect anything really to pop off from from them. Yeah. Uh, who do you think finishes in the points first out of the three of them? I mean, just based off yesterday, Sergeant. Wow. Things you never would have expected to hear going into this season. Yeah, I mean, even in the Williams, because the Williams got points versus whoever the other, the Alphataris. Did an Alphatari? No, Sunoda was 11th. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's Sergeant DeVries. Yeah, none of their none of their teammates broke into the points except for Williams. Wow. Well, there was actually one, one thing that we haven't gotten a chance to talk about, uh, which was arguably the funniest moment of the race, which is... <laughs> Fernando Alonso trying to find out who hit him and his team just refusing to say anything. That was so great because it's so stupid that they did it, but it makes so much sense. That's why they did it. <laughs> the question is, uh, I asked you this was, would Fernando Alonso actually go after his own teammate? Because this is the son of the owner. We've seen him in the past. Yeah. He's, he's not afraid to do this, but uh, would... And obviously, the team's reaction tells me that uh, no, 
he's yeah. not scared to go after his teammate because I think he would have been saying some things about uh, stroll that can, uh, yeah everybody just got really quiet when he when he was asking them I bet Lance Stroll's Lance Stroll's like yeah guys who who hit him we gotta, we gotta get to the bottom of this guys got, that was messed up man <laughs> don't worry Fernando I'm on the case That'd be great. Yeah, no, that was. I remember you texted me, and I had literally like we, wrote wrote down. Yeah, like, it was hilarious. If they we were on the same page on that one, um, but no, overall it was, uh, in my opinion, not the most entertaining race, but it gave us some fun moments, some funny moments, and some interesting storylines. Because you know we're addicts to to this sport, and if yeah. a race is happening, we're all gonna tune in. Uh, but no, I think Crofty said it best during the race. Uh, Red Bull can just do whatever they want. It doesn't matter because yeah. I think they switched on to soft tires when everybody was going on to hards. Yeah. yeah, he just he said it best. Red Bull, it really doesn't matter. They can do whatever they want. Yeah, they were pulling away on the softs. Like, ah, yeah. Yep, well. They're gods. On to the next one, though. Yeah.